0: Hello, everybody. Yes, it's been a while. I am glad to be back. I am still Danny Grant, and this is still The Studio Podcast. And I would like to welcome you back to this place where I interview and talk shop with other professional artists as we get an inside glimpse into their daily lives as professional artists. On this episode is artist John Coleman. John is a member of the Cowboy Artists of America. He's a fellow member of the National Sculpture Society. Uh, he's probably a member of a lot of other stuff, but most importantly, he is a great artist, and we are all better off for listening to what he has to say. So I am grateful to John for taking the time to do this interview, which I'm confident you will all enjoy. Um, Before I let you hear the interview, I have to take care of a piece of long overdue business. Back in November at the first annual uh, FACE conference, that's the Figurative Art Convention and Expo, uh, which is where I met John Coleman, I put out a sign-up sheet for people to subscribe to this podcast with the promise that one lucky person who put their name on that list would win one of the super cool, super stylish Studio Podcast t-shirts. So, a winner was chosen at random from that list, and that winner is Alan Douglas Ray. So, Alan, uh, I will be emailing you to get your t-shirt size and get that shirt out to you ASAP. Uh, Besides the Studio Podcast t-shirts, we also have mugs for all you caffeine-addicted painters out there, and I know that's most of you. It's me for sure. Um, so head over to the studiopodcast.threadless.com and support this podcast by getting yourself a t-shirt or a mug. Um, this podcast takes time and energy and equipment to produce, so if you don't care for a t-shirt or a mug... But you would like to support the show financially, head over to my website, dannygrantfineart.com. Click on the podcast page. In the upper right-hand corner of the podcast page, you'll see a donate button. Click on that button and donate whatever amount you would like, and I will be forever grateful. Um, And hey, stick around after the interview. I have a TV show recommendation. I know that's... The real reason you all listen to this show. So keep listening till the bitter end to hear that recommendation. Um, and speaking of the FACE conference, the Figurative Art Convention and Expo. Again, that's where I met John Coleman. Um, registration is already open for the second annual Figurative Art Convention and Expo to be held again at the beautiful Biltmore Hotel in Miami in November. Um. And that hotel has an incredible swimming pool and you can swim in Miami in November. I did it. It was awesome. Uh, you can do it too. Um, it was so much fun. Uh, the, the convention, I haven't talked about it really, but, uh, it really was a lot of fun. Uh, the hotel is the Biltmore is just a perfect location for this, for this, um, conference, uh, just stunningly beautiful and classic. And, um, This thing is just a a great opportunity to be able to walk up to some of the top artists in the field and and just have a conversation. Um, Everyone I met was just so nice and uh, willing to stop and chat. And it's just a great vibe, a great atmosphere to meet fellow travelers and and some of your heroes and learn a lot and get inspired. So go over to figurativeartconvention.com for more information on that. And that's it. Here is John Coleman. Enjoy. I'm really excited to have the artist John Coleman on the phone with me today. Hey, John, how you doing?
1: Hey, good, Danny. It's good to be with you.
0: Thanks. Yeah, thank you for doing this. Um, so you are in Arizona, is that correct?
1: Yeah, uh, Prescott, Arizona. Okay. I've uh, been here since since 72
0: Oh, um, nice. um,
1: almost a lo- almost a local yeah. you know
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah I think you yeah. can call yeah. yourself a,
1: a local t- no Yeah 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 it's a great historic town it's perfect for the kind of work I do you know it's got a great vibe to it lots of artists here i mean mm-hmm. it's really it's really like paradise
0: yeah. So what part of the state is that in
1: Uh it's uh, kind of in the middle it's the mountains uh, we're about a mile high um uh, it's uh, south of flagstaff so um, right now I'm looking out my window and it's got some sn- there's snow on the ground. I got beautiful aspen trees. Like oh rocks, wow! You know, yeah, it's it's not desert. You know, it's beautiful up here.
2: Wow! And Phoenix
1: is just 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 down the road. That uh, takes me an hour and a half to get to the airport, Phoenix Airport. So I'm I'm all set where I'm at right
0: now. Yep. So I'm assuming Phoenix doesn't have snow on the ground right now, is it? No, no, no. Okay. Phoenix is desert. All yeah, right. So, so
2: you're just you, a higher elevation.
1: Yeah, I'm in the mountains. Okay. Yeah, okay. that's what All happens right. when you're in the mountains. Yeah, you get snow. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you get, you about get, that. You
1: get, yeah, yeah, you get pine trees and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I, I know it's a Western thing. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, wow, that's great. That's that's awesome. And so was that somewhere that you went? Because um, I, I saw on your website you went to Art Center in LA. That correct? Yeah. Well,
1: okay. it, it, it's kind of that's kind of, it's kind of a misnomer because oh, okay. it was a it was a it was a a summer thing that I did. I went won an award in high school. Okay. And part of that part of that was a little gig at uh, Art Center, and then I also went to Chenard as a kid. And
2: uh, what's Chenard?
1: Um, uh, Chenard is an, another art school in uh, in L.A. Uh, okay. Pretty well known by 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 people that are, that are in the fine art. Uh, 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 art center is better known, but it was, it's, it's mostly design and that kind of stuff. In those days, it's where all the car uh, guys went you know, to learn how to, how to do advertising and such,
2: Right, you know, so, right.
1: uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, I had a, I had a lot of interesting, uh, things that I could do when I was a kid. Uh, one of the, I, I think probably my my most interesting experience as a teenager, when I was 16 years old, I got a gig, uh, uh, illustrating a syndicated column for a famous hairstylist in Hollywood he, uh, <laughs> did a lot of, yeah, isn't that fun? Yeah. He did a lot of the stars and, uh, uh, oh. they needed somebody to yeah, they needed somebody to do a, uh, do pencil drawings of these celebrities. And
2: oh, wow.
1: uh, I was 16 years old and, uh, I got to hang out in this palatial, uh, studio uh, Holy cow. And, and, uh, yeah, with all these interesting characters coming through and what uh, I thought I had it made at the time. But, of course, that didn't last long, but it was a gr- it was a great start to my career.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, so you're hanging out in the studio yeah. drawing uh, celebrities?
1: Yeah, 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 That's yeah. Cool. Those, they, they, yeah. Yeah, the old school ones, you know, we're talking, you know, like uh, Rita Hayworth and people like that. Wow. Yeah. 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 It was fun. Yeah.
0: That's a heck of a story. Uh, do do you remember, were there any uh, crazy stories, uh, uh, that anything crazy happened in the studio those days? Uh, well, not
1: uh, oh, when back back then. Yeah,
0: yeah. You have any like wild celebrity oh, stories from those oh, from those oh, days? Oh,
1: well, no no, 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 nothing I can really talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, mean, I, yeah, I mean, I, I had, you know, there's a couple of mishaps and things like that. You know, people uh, dropping, uh, pouring coffee on my drawings and stuff like that. Oh and, my God. Uh, You know that that's, that kind of stuff happens. Yeah, yeah, you know, but uh, you know, it was just interesting because I was so young, and it was a, it was an interesting place for me to uh, get get my first get my feet wet as someone who's getting paid to be an artist. And of course, in those days, and at the level I was at, um, I was really a human copy machine more than an artist. I was just you know, it wasn't uh, that you know they could have used photographs, but they wanted them to be drawings. And, and uh, hmm. uh, my and my brother uh, was a. Um, was it was you know this is the 60s he was a drug dealer and, and being a drug dealer then was fairly common and uh, being be, being a, being a being uh being it was hollywood and this these were this was a big uh, salon with a lot of characters uh uh he was the one who supplied them with whatever they needed and Excellent. he got me the, he, he got me the job and that was that was an awesome uh, part of the story
2: wow and yeah i was
1: i was i was a 16 year old boy uh you know and uh in, in a, in a primarily gay environment. And so I, uh, now I look back and I kind of chuckle and go, well, that's part of why I got the job too, probably, you know, so <laughs> that's just how life, that's just how life works. You know, you take what you can and, and it was a lot of fun. It worked out very well. Yeah. That's,
0: that's what I call capitalizing on opportunity there. E- exactly. Yeah. 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 And of course it, it sets the
1: tone for being an artist in general, you know, you can, I don't care how good you you are. you've got to have a few lucky breaks along the way
2: and, and, sure, uh, sure.
1: I got that one real early with very little skill compared to what what I had later.
0: so you come out of that, i guess with um you know a lot of work that you can can show other um well what did did that lead to anything directly? I guess no, that, that kind no, of work. no. Yeah, the thing, the thing, the yeah. thing it,
1: that it led to was was an attitude. I mean, I had a, a positive and a negative attitude about art after that. Um, hmm. I, I was, a, I was able to get started very early on um, with a, a really profound understanding that it's who you know, not how good you are. And hmm. and that 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 uh, turned out to be kind of a negative in my mind. On the other end yeah. of the spectrum, uh, um, it. I was to be to be good to get get good at it, and I also yeah. was resolved to make money. Uh, my wife yeah. and I got married while we were still teenagers, and uh, oh, the wow. short story is is that um, uh, here and I started a business in Arizona, in Parker, Arizona, uh, doing uh, mobile home accessories. And the reason for that was is we needed. I wanted to make some money. Yeah. Um, the The art world at that time, fine art was very different than it is today in terms of making a living um how so i always had aspirations well it was uh if you were an artist it meant you're probably an illustrator working for somebody
2: right right and
1: uh, uh it's fun. there was pockets like in laguna beach a lot of the plain air scene was going really good things like that but uh today uh, it's really more a matter of fact today you go out and you can find you can find pockets of where you have collectors galleries. I mean, it's still not easy, obviously, but, uh, yeah, uh, it it never occurred to me that I'd be living the life I'm living now back then. I always thought I would just be an illustrator Mm -hmm. and, and and until I could get really rolling on that idea, um, I found myself in business and, uh, you know, soon I were 19, she was 18. I was 19 and we started our first business
0: and, and, uh,
1: it was twenty years later before I got back into the art world. Wow! And uh, so you yeah, said that you know, was, um, was
0: you said that was mobile home accessories. That started off in that. that okay. Way, and then we got so into what, real
1: estate. De- well, well, you know, yeah, really, yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. If, if somebody buys a mobile home, they need to put awnings and all that other stuff on. Oh, and okay. this was Parker, right. Parker, Arizona, on the Colorado River. And, in the summer it was 120 degrees so i was the only one working without uh, any shade you see <laughs> so basically i was selling shade i was a young guy I was in good shape i could handle the heat and i capitalized on
2: uh, it nice. that
1: evolved into uh, contracting and then i ended up uh, being uh, we started doing development projects I started to buy property and and develop them and things like that oh cool um, cool yeah so when i when i hit 40 uh, 40ish i was uh I found myself watching my two daughters take off. Uh, They're both uh, educated, married, and uh, it occurred to me that, uh oh, it's time to get back to my art career. And uh, I so that whole time, for about advantage. twenty
0: years, you had been kind of uh, yeah. I was yeah making
1: money and, uh, yeah. and
0: establishing
1: myself as a business person, and
0: wow. uh,
1: uh, that's the one thing that most artists don't have is is sense of business, and you know for good reason yeah. too. You know? Yeah. So, you know, it's a, it's a very sensitive. Uh, well, and the other field. thing
0: is that a lot of artists starting out don't have any money, and so that makes it difficult. Um, yes. You know, to be yes. to try to grow your career and to have enough money to live, it's yes. just this constant back and forth struggle. But it sounds like you spent some time yes. building up. Yes. You know, building up a bank account. Is that is yes. that accurate?
1: that's very that's exactly accurate exactly um the the only other thing i could add to that was is during that time i developed almost a spiritual um uh feeling about art in general It Mm -hmm. was something that was so so important to me that i almost uh i i just didn't want to um i in other words i didn't dabble in it it wasn't something that i did for for fun or or anything like that i Mm. i always took it very serious and, and it's it was interesting to me, you know, that I I turned it off and I turned it back on, and and when I turned it back on, yeah. I'll be darned, I was I was much better than the day I quit. Wow! <laughs> so so that uh, whole time, yeah. you
0: you weren't you weren't doing art jobs no. on the side, you weren't illustrating anything. No, no,
1: no, no, wow. no. It was it was something something I was saving. I I just didn't I I, I just I didn't want to. Um, indulge myself in that yeah. in that regard i mean everybody's different i suppose but i yeah, didn't no, that's like, fascinating yeah yeah i uh i always used art as a as a place in my mind that was going to be something that was going to be important to me and uh uh i always and of course the other thing that happened is is it got really big in terms of a dream that i had about wh- what i was going to do hmm. and i gotta admit i probably was a little a little afraid of, uh, of realizing the dream, you know. When you give birth to a dream and it doesn't work out, you lose yeah. your dream and sure. and your aspiration. You see, so yeah, um, yeah. But when I started, when I got back into it, um, I felt a little guilty. Some of the uh, the artist friends that I would acquired uh, had to had to come up the hard way. Um, I had it pretty easy, and I also had an understanding of how the business world works. And yeah. I was able to find an audience pretty quick. Well, so how, how,
0: you know, how did you use your, your business uh, expertise there to, to find an audience pretty quick?
1: Well, you, defi- you divide the two ideas. Uh, uh, you know, art is like poetry. It comes from the heart. It's very beautiful and personal. Once it's been created, it either, either goes in your closet or it finds a destination. And by, by just that nature alone, yeah. it becomes a product right and you if you have to visualize it as a product and say look you know i'm I'm creating this for uh a particular destination in some collector's home
2: mm-hmm. you
1: know maybe a museum and uh and is and you have to find people you have to be aggressive about finding the the market and finding the that you know who that that group that's going to appreciate it. Um, you know, the old everybody knows about the Medici's and how important they were to Leonardo and Raphael and those guys. Uh, right. We don't have the Medici's anymore, as we right. were talking about earlier. You know, I mean, it's your hands are tied when you don't know what the hell you're going to do for the next your next meal, and right. you're trying to you're try, trying to create this wonderful art. It's hard to plan five years in advance. And oh, yeah. one of the things I learned in bi- business is to plot a course. I was always five years ahead. I hmm. when I that day, day I took up my art career, I I marked down where I was going to be, and I and I and I started thinking of all the things I can do to um, measure my success. You know, when I was going to when I, what article when I was going to be on a cover of a magazine, when I was going to do all these things. Wow. And, and that's, that's the way I've always done things. So when you set out each
0: of those things, so, so did you, did you sit down? Did you start with, okay, um, I guess some goals in mind. I want to do this. I want to do, I want to be on the cover of this magazine. I want to, did you set these goals? Were these goals that you set out and then you decided, you just sat down and decided how am I going to get there for each one of these? Is that how that worked or?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Um, the, um, yeah. I mean, originally I didn't know how I was going to do fair as a, what I consider a real artist. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's two artists. Illustrators are, are people that are very crafty and then they can create objects, uh, based on somebody else's, uh, instruction, you know, a back to the art center idea, you know, uh, uh we need a, right. we need a Buick pull, pulling up underneath the porticochet with two people, the man and the lady out of the, out of the car, you know, kind of a thing. Right. Uh, uh you know, so when I got started, I created a, a series of wall sculptures that uh, d- there were ball reliefs. And I hadn't really done sculpture before. I'd always, my drawings and paintings were things that I'd done prior to, uh, to going into business. But for some reason, that seemed like a logical way to get my feet wet into the art world. It wasn't <clears> until I started doing these things. And well, the reason I was doing them too is is because they were unique, and uh, uh, it was kind of like coming up with a little shtick. You know, it was something sure. that I would do, and I, I I didn't necessarily they didn't have to be fine art to me. They were just things that I was doing, and this, I was going to see how things went. And before I knew it, I had people saying, "You know what? You're 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 not you know you're a good artist." And I thought, "Wow, I'm a good artist, really." You know, I mean, you, how how are you going to know? You know, you have to put it out there and i st- yeah. and i realized i realized that i had more t- more to to offer and i could actually go mainstream i could actually start creating works that were you know um more traditional so that and, makes uh, me
0: that makes me think of a of – a, I watched um one of the videos on your website and one one thing struck me uh one of the things you said in the video struck me and it was it was um something to the effect of don't don't get in your own way um yeah, yeah and and that that just popped in my head when you were talking about creating those little wall sculptures and you said well that, what did you say exactly something about they don't they didn't have to be
1: uh yeah i mean this is i'm getting started here and i just wanted to be a part of it yeah. that community i didn't have to i didn't have to be uh uh, certifiably uh, expect uh, accepted as a, as a real artist and I have a lot of rules about what it takes to be a good artist yeah uh, you know I think uh, that's a, I think that's um,
0: a huge thing though as is, is you you sort of set out and you didn't put um, I mean clearly obviously you had a lot of goals but it sounds like you didn't put a lot of pressure on yourself in the beginning you just said hey let me start out doing yeah. doing this yeah. thing and see where it goes yeah
1: yeah, well, the, the the analogy is is it's like a step ladder. Okay, you you, you get on the first step,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: you know that by the time you climb four or five steps, the view is going to change, right?
2: Sure. You yeah. know
1: it, and it does. The taller yeah. you, the higher you go, the view keeps changing. So how how can you make the decision on what the view is going to be until you get there? You see. Mm-hmm. So what you do is you get you start.
2: You yeah. Place yeah. to start. Yeah.
1: Um, you know, and that, that's always been, uh, you know, an important goal of mine mm-hmm. is, is just to get 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 rolling yep. and have faith that you're going to do the right thing, you're going to do what you need to do once the information comes down. You trust mm. what you're going to do. You don't have to prepare too far in ahead. You just develop g- really good habits, you know, you st- re- uh, remain teachable. You know, that's the other rule. Yeah. You know, the older I get, the more I, the more I learn, it's a, incredible. You know, but see I think of that as a habit. Um, I'm always looking for uh, new things that they're that going to serve what I'm doing. Um, yeah. The idea is, is not, to, not to be an advocate for your, for your e- ego, be an advocate for the art. The ego will always tell you, you know, that, Oh, you know, um, that's probably good enough. You know um, you know, then you hear people say things like, well, you're your own worst critic. Well, see, to me, that just blows my mind because, you have to be your own worst critic.
2: <laughs> no yeah, one's sure. going to be
1: able to criti- criticize your, your work like you can, and yeah. you have to right. take it serious. You have to be passionate about it. Yeah. Um, and that's the key to it. You know, it's just, it's, I'm not dabbling. I don't ever like to dabble in this stuff to me. Each piece I do is very serious and um, it leads to the, to the next step, you know, mm-hmm. which reminds me of another great uh, saying I heard. It said, be be a, uh, uh, let's see, it was, uh, um, uh, be, be, um, take, take, take your art serious. Don't take yourself serious in your art. And I always thought that was really cool. You know, I mean, in other words, yeah. I don't take, I don't take myself that serious because I'm just this, this character that's got all these flaws, but I have a couple of brilliant, uh, licks in me, you know, things that <laughs> that happen once in a while. <laughs> well, yeah. and, and, uh, uh and I, and I and I and luckily I find I found I can I can manipulate those and find ways to get them to come out. Uh, most of the time I'm pretty pretty off the wall. I'm a little bit inept on on certain things, but but uh, I found a way to to work my art in a way that where I have a feeling that that I'm going to constantly get better as I get older.
0: It sounds in, like, like a um, of yeah. Well, it sounds like a, a kind of a generous way to to treat yourself too in that you know you take the art seriously and you don't take yourself too seriously Please. you know and and it's kind of like it it sounds like that allows you to um focus on the art but if things aren't going well you don't wrap yourself up in it you don't beat yourself up about it um does well, that what yeah, you agree that's with true. that <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, very much so. I'm, you know, that's easier said than done, of course. Sure, I, mean, yeah. I, I, mean, I think it's, it's some, something know, I mean, it, we, everybody most struggles most, with. Most artists are really just to get devastated pretty regular. You know, right. I, right. matter of fact, when I started, um, I remember someone asked me how I was doing, and I said I'm doing really good because I'm in pain an awful lot. And, <laughs> and what I what what I meant by that was is that one of my first resolutions was is to uh, Work over my head, um, applied to shows that i wasn 't ready for uhhuh taste uh, go- galleries that didn 't want me, and I used my rejection as a path to tell me that i was that I was moving forward if you 're not in pain you 're not moving forward. the art business, of course you know is the hardest thing in the world because we 're so close to what we 're doing, and we need to have confidence and sometimes we learn we think we 're going to get confidence from other people around us and stuff. And it turns out, of course, most people, most people aren't going to be able to, to to really help with that. you have Mm -hmm. to find, you know, you have to develop other modes in order to build what you're doing and what you're, what you are. Um, and, uh, I know there's a lot of people that look at it in different ways. Um, you know, I've had people say, "Well, it must be really relaxing to do what you do." And of course, it's not. Relaxing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know,
1: I, I go, I, I, am doing, I'm going to war when I'm working. You know, I'm uh, really, you know, and I, yeah. and I'm just. Praying that I'm going to get that little little insight, that little flicker come from 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 the universe somewhere, right, so, right. And come in, come into what I'm doing, and, and please don't let this be a boring piece. Please let this be
2: something special. Oh my gosh, yeah, you know, and, and, yeah. So, you,
1: know you just hope, you know. Every artist know, knows that, um, and so you got to find ways to, 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 to stick it's it a, out. Yeah, and, it's a little so, bit of
0: a leap of faith each piece, you know. To
1: it, it, it is, it is, and keeping my energy up is is my primary goal always. My uh-huh. enthusiasm, my energy is everything. I talk myself into it
0: every day. Um, man, I I, just, I think that's just really uh, such a great piece of, of uh, advice or or um, whatever. But the the idea of working over your head and 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 kind of the you know letting that rejection drive you forward and be and and kind of tell you that you're yeah. on the right path. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah, so counterintuitive, yeah, yeah. but, yeah. but it's so yeah. right on, I guess, you know, cause that's the only thing that's going to drive you forward is that, um, uh, but I think you also have to like, I mean, you have to be so clear about what you want, because if you, if you just keep getting rejected and things aren't going your way, I think the tendency for most <laughs> people is to head in a yeah, different no. direction. Yeah, right? Yeah, no,
1: yeah. My, my other favorite one that I've always thought of is, is play to your strengths. Yeah, and uh, and you 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 one. have to yeah yeah you 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 have to you have to understand what your strengths are. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I grew up with a learning disability, and and it gave me an advantage. Uh, ironically,
2: yeah,
1: because it it forced me to find the thing that I was really good at, and which is the fact that I can sit down and render something. You know, I mean, it, that didn't mean that I was a natural a natural artist, but it did did mean that I would I could draw. Yeah. Um, and I've always separated those two ideas. One is, craft, is is craftsmanship and the other is the artistry. I use mm-hmm. the example in my mind. It makes sense. If you could run across, you ran across a guy that had a, a great grasp on the vocabulary of the English language and another guy that could barely talk. Uh, and they both wanted to be poets. The guy that couldn't talk, if he had the heart of the poet would have a much, much better chance of creating poetry than the other songs. One is the one is the vocabulary vocabulary um is great, but it doesn't get you doesn't get you there
2: um right and another right,
1: right. great uh, expression that proves that there's a word spoken by a certain person that can mean a hundred different things, and that word is your your name spoken by your mother hmm. now, if you think about yeah. that you, yeah you think about that it, what it, what it implies is, is the words are like from from an artist artistic point of view. Those are the little bits and pieces that you use to compile or compose something with. And if you're a writer or a poet, you're using these words. Well, as it turns out, the words aren't that important compared to how they're spaced and the inflection and how they they're they're put together in the story. So I could the, the more craftsmanship you have, and I've always been a natural craftsman.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: but I think my one of my things that really helped me early on was is I didn't consider that. That didn't give me an, a pass to be an artist. I had to learn that, that part that comes from inside.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: And see, that's where the search is. It isn't always obvious. You can feel I can feel it. I don't always see it, but I have a feeling about it.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: so I'm always looking for that little spot. And then if you keep your mind open and you, you find other works that create these, uh, that you, that, where you get that goosebump feeling, that thing that's really working, Right. Um, you think, you know, at some point you're going to hit on that occasionally, you know, it's the old idea, you know, that most of the time you you're, you may not be that, that bright, but then maybe for two seconds a day, you get to be brilliant. <laughs> it, 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 it's, yeah. you know, I think there's, 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 there's truth in that. And you find <laughs> that little spot.
0: Yeah. So, you know, I guess really you, you got to have both, right? You got to have the language and you got to have the, uh, you got to have the, well, uh, the, the artistry or the poetry, uh, I guess. Huh?
1: Well, well, Jackson Pollock maybe didn't, maybe didn't not so much necessarily. I mean, uh, you look at some of these people who've created these wonderful uh, artistic statements without using, uh, uh, sometimes they call it non-skill based. I mean, I, I'm not saying it didn't take skill, but, um, they're not. They're not building a structure. They're building. They're, it's, it's sort of like yeah. the difference between playing a, a sonata on a on a grand piano and humming a tune. You know, um, one comes very natural. The other, you have to. You have to. You have to go to school for years and practice for years in order to get the crap down. Um, so you know they go. You know it. Dep- it depends on how you look at it. Um, my goal was has always been to possess both but i don't yeah. like to put one in front of the other i don't like i've always had people look at my work and you know and say oh yeah it looks like a photograph you know i mean a lot mm-hmm. of artists have gotten that before, right, and, right, right. and most people don't understand that that's not a compliment <laughs> um, uh, you know yeah. but unless you're ansel adams you see you know it's a it's it's it's, well, it's it is a photograph yeah uh, yeah you know and that's probably one of the reasons i started off with sculpture is i you know i have a tendency uh to to be to render my work pretty completely
2: yeah okay
1: but but i also i also want the work to, to, to resonate from inside i don't it isn't i don't i i hope that people don't think what they're seeing on the surface is what it is i hope they get the depth of it sure um and so far, so good. You know, I mean, I'm clicking along and uh, getting getting respect from people that I, I care about. And I'm you know, constantly encouraged uh, yeah. and discouraged sometimes. But most of the time it's on the upside. So,
0: yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. you know,
1: things are good.
0: Um, So I want to see what it what it kind of looks like on a day to day basis Um, to be John Coleman, the artist. So what what does a normal uh, work day look like for you?
1: Well, uh, the first thing I do uh, when I get up, and I usually get up uh, about an hour before the sun comes up. Okay. And uh, I I make a pot of coffee. I have at least a cup of coffee, and I walk up to my studio in my robe in the dark. (laughs) I have my little iPhone with its little flashlight, and (laughs) I get up to my studio. And it's a little game that I play with myself in terms of I'm not going up there to work. I'm just going to go up there and see what I left, the day before okay. and i usually but it never works like that i usually get, <laughs> i usually spend an hour two hours up there in my robe working and that that's my little routine i do yeah i i heard a long time ago someone said if you want to clean the garage uh don't resolve to clean the garage step in the garage and just uh just sure clean maybe one little part of it yeah before you know it you get caught you get caught up in the task and you yeah. do it it's yeah. kind of the same thing uh so after an hour or two hours up there in my bathrobe I come down to take a bath and I think about what I saw when I was up there and in the bath I start getting ideas you Mm -hmm. know and 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 my thoughts you know really really go I think of my downtime and my meditative time as the most important time Um, a lot of what I do I I I have I've developed the, the skill I think like a piano player where I can just play and work And but then when I need to find that little moment, that little spot, you know, that's that that really inspires something, I I need to I need to get back and and reflect on it. Uh, And that Hmm. usually comes when I'm away from my work. Uh, But that being that being said, um, I have a real, real uh, pretty tight schedule. I I uh, for the last 20 years, uh, I've been. Fortunate enough to be part of uh, museum shows and certain venues where there's a pattern where they expect a certain amount of work, uh, and even as a sculptor, some of them have to be new. In other words, not shown before. Right. Uh, Painters, of course, uh, when I started bringing my paintings in, that was a little harder because the paintings have, you know, are all 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 new, and uh, um, so I'm creating at least four new sculptures, at least five or six new paintings every year. And, uh, uh, what drives those is, is the next show that's coming up. So I'm always thinking about how okay. you're going to go together. Cool. What, what's going to be. Yeah. You know, so.
0: And these are like invitational and, shows, that kind of thing. Like, uh. A... Yeah. Yeah. My,
1: my, probably my favorite show is the pre to West. Uh, yeah.
0: the one in Oklahoma city at the cowboy mm-hmm.
1: hall. Uh, um, I think of it as the the center for traditional art. Um, there's another, there's not another selling type of show that embodies that that whole traditional art world on a very high level, where the work is all for sale and it's all done on draw. And, oh really?
0: Uh, it's all sold yeah, on draw. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah yeah wow. yeah it's a uh, you, you 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 have to, you have to put a uh, you. what you do is they have little boxes and you you put it you put your uh you put your uh, slip in like a lottery and yeah. if you're and if you get pulled and you get the right to buy it uh if, you're, if your box is empty well then you just put a big gigantic dent in your door and you, <laughs> and it's, it's 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 pretty humiliating yeah <laughs> so, 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 so so that's that's the that's the beautiful part about those kinds of shows it's you know it's the old you know, the jungle's neutral scenario, yeah, you know, it'll yeah, feed yeah. you or, or each eat you. And it's really up to you. You better do, you, you got to do well. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So that's been my world. Uh, you know, of course I also been a member of the cowboy arts of America for tw- about 20 years now. And, and
2: okay. Uh, okay.
1: I, I'm a, I'm emeritus now, but uh, that's, that was also a, a very interesting and cool thing to be a part of.
0: Um. So, uh, yeah, I want to talk about that, and I, I also want to talk about just this, um, uh, this kind of circuit or network, I guess, of of Western shows, and because um, I was, uh, I would like to. I'm, I'm interested in breaking into the uh, or getting into the Western genre thing. There's mm-hmm. a couple of things that I noticed. Um, so there's a lot of these, uh, you know, shows or contests that happen throughout the year. Um, is that kind of the way to, to, to kind of get in is just start entering a lot of these shows and, um, but it looks like it's, it's, you got to kind of pay your dues. Um, well, I well, noticed a lot depends, of the artists huh? are, are, yeah, yeah, are, go ahead. Sorry.
1: Yeah. 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 No, no, no. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Pay your dues uh, for sure. Um, uh, uh Western art is going through a funny phase right now, funny in that hmm. it's uh it's actually i think of it as a good thing but there's there's a pullback uh in the market oh, uh, okay. in general which I think is forcing the 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 quality to go up
2: uh-huh.
1: um, Western art uh went through a period where it was so popular. That I think parts of it have become kind of kitschy. In other words, it's been rehashed. Sure. You know, yeah.
0: Yeah. Of course. You know. You know.
1: You know. Yeah. You know. It's, it's like you know, if you grew up in the fifties, you know, there's there was the, there was the westerns, and, and and of course they were just entertainment, and the quality didn't have to be uh, that good as long as they were interesting looking, guys running up and down the hills. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. And then you, you had you had guys like me who came along who who started doing that kind of stuff and. And it became very popular, and then you next thing you know, uh, um, you couldn't do anything wrong. You know, people were just churning this stuff out, right, right, uh, and 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 then it gets loaded up, and and uh, the quality started, I think, in general, started to fade off a little bit. And uh, I mean, I mean, the good stuff has always been there, but it's only a sure. handful. Um, and so it, for me, it's like. I don't think of it. I don't think of Western art as really a, a, a particular genre so much as it, it's it's really the, been one of the more popular forms of, of uh, traditional art. Um okay. know, It's got a strong narr- narrative. Uh, yeah. Um You know, there's a lot of beautiful um, storyline you can take. You know, in it. You know, I'm a big uh, mythology buff. You know, so the mythology part of it has always been real important to me. Mm-hmm. and uh, the native and i do i specialize in the native americans and just right. uh, their costumes and the way they dress and their storyline you know the, the morality tales and all the great things that they they're about has just been you know is really been helpful to me but uh if you're talking about just breaking into the, the western art world yeah you the best introduction you can get is, is apply for shows that uh that are uh, there are some of the better shows. You're, you and know, it takes a little while to get in some of those. So you've sure, got to start sure. with some of the some of the smaller shows. Uh, okay, and then yeah. you see some of the people that are that are coming up in that in that world. You some of them are. Uh, there's a new crop of guys from, like from California who mm-hmm. uh, didn't even exist in my mind ten years ago, and, and yeah. now all of a sudden you know they're they're really they're really taken off. Uh,
2: right.
1: and they're you know so uh, there's just different there's different uh, there's different approaches, but you can't stay in your studio and just uh, uh, paint uh, what you might think are Western scenes. You've got to start getting a part of that culture.
0: Yeah. that's Uh, You've got to start hanging with those people. Right. Yeah. That's what's interesting to me is that it seemed, it definitely is, seems like a, a complete lifestyle and, um, um, you know, one thing I noticed, but looking at a lot of these shows, the artists who are in the shows and reading their bios and things is, you know, a lot of them, you know, grew up on ranches or they had this, you know, story behind them that was just, um, you know, they yeah. were just, yeah, they were yeah. bonafide, you know, and I was like, wow, well, yeah, yeah. You know.
1: yeah, well, I mean, I don't think that's a hundred percent, um, um, uh, something that. that you definitely have to have.
2: Right. But
1: I do think that any artist that's going to actually create an image that's based on on his who he is and what his, he's about, it needs to be authentic. And it, right. authenticity comes in a lot of different ways. You know, I do Native Americans. Uh, the first thing I tell people is I know nothing about being a Native American. I'm mm-hmm. not a Native American. Mm-hmm. But, but I do know a lot about being um, a man in living in this time frame, and I'm a his, history buff. I love history. Yeah. Uh, and I understand the, 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 the culture of the native Americans, how it has affected my life. And then hmm. I'm reflecting back on that from a, from a historic point of view, you know, what one man's history is another man's mythology. It's just those storylines and all that stuff that, that came through. Um,
0: yeah. Okay.
1: So anyway, uh, um,
0: the the um yeah so so it's it's important i mean authenticity is a huge part of of the genre y- 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 and so yeah, i would imagine yeah, that yeah. the collectors it, i i guess that comes from well both places i guess the artists you know themselves just just being genuine but also i would imagine uh the collectors kind of expecting that or that being important to them as well is that a part of it?
1: Well, that, well, well. Yeah, you see, they're the third leg on the on the table. I mm-hmm. mean, it falls over without them because right. then you're paying for your closet. You're not paying for the world. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, I mean, you have you have to have them. And if they don't believe in you, then you're then no nobody believes in you. Right, and that's right. all there is to it. Um, that that's we're all a big family. You see, and that's the way I see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the quality of your work has has different many facets to it. And um it's very hard not to re- rehash the same old stuff. Yeah. You have to see it from another level. You know, when I first started I was very conscious of the idea that I was going to utilize my my mythology and the way I see that part of it as something that would be everlasting for me. Because I really believe it's important, especially for a traditional artist, to actually paint something that he that he believes in.
2: Yeah. Of course. Know, Richard yeah. Schmidt
1: yeah. is one of the one of the one of the one of the few uh, living artists that um
2: uh,
1: uh, can, can turn that same kind of poetry from just a, a vase of flowers or, or, or a, a portrait of dolls, even, you know,
2: I mean, mm-hmm.
1: it, he's just, he's just, his work is so incredible, but, but even that though, you feel there's something so deep in it uh, that he's been able to develop. So, you know, for, I think, so I think that that's the first quest is, is to really understand what you're, what you're trying to interpret. Um, and right. I take my, I take the cultural part of, of what I do very serious. I mean, I've got a collection of native American uh, outfits and a uh, regalia. That's um, just incredible. And it's so much fun to have all that stuff. And, and I, and I just, I'm just immersed in it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that's when a collector buys one of my pieces that they know that they're getting something that, that's real and it's authentic. And it's, uh, it's something that uh, that, uh, I'm just not dashing it off. It's it's right. very very well thought out, and I do what I what I can to make it to make it r- r- right for myself, so it's right for the collector.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, I mean, everybody has to has to get started, of course, and uh, I think you know there's lots of room for that. I think one of the good exam one of the uh, good example is the the Chinese painters that are starting to get into the Western market. Right. At first it seemed odd. They're from China. What are they doing that for? <laughs> well, the first, of, but, but they, they have, they, they have, uh, because of their culture and because of not only the work ethic and, and the, the type of, uh, training that a lot of these guys had prior to coming over here, they, they hit the ground. Uh, so with, uh, they were so good. and, their interest in learning is so strong that uh, there's uh, at least three or four of these guys that are just really, you know, doing well in the Western art world. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Uh, I went out on a a little uh, history um, trip with one of these guys who um, we were looking, we were on a Lewis and Clark uh, site. and. He reminded me that he, that he was closer to the Native Americans than I were. And I said, well, how so? And he says, well, he says, he says, he says, my, my, my ancestors, uh, we have the same ancestors.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Wow. I guess
1: that's true, isn't it? Right. So it's funny. It is funny how, you know, however you want to reconcile this whole thing about subject, but the main thing is, is that you're not just doing it because it's, it's popular, you know, the, whatever I right, call that, right, the right. painting du jour, you know, whatever's popular today. Sure. Um, you have to find something that you're really can commit to. Right,
2: right, right. And, you know,
1: and, and, and that's, that's I think, the most important part.
0: Yeah, you can't, yeah, I guess I guess you, you can't dabble. you got to go all in if you're... <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, 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 yeah. Yeah, you have to believe in it. You know, you have to, whatever it is you're
1: doing, you better believe.
0: It. Well, I, but I think you can, like, you know, I could certainly... Um... I guess the thing is, is I, I believe in a lot of different things. I mean, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like I can. No, believe no, that's in... why I had
1: to throw, that's why I had to throw Richard Schmidt in the mix. I mean, right. I mean, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, I mean, you know, it, it's it's like it, it, what he's doing. Is, you know, is so good that it, it's like you you automatically understand. That this is real stuff, you know, yeah. that he's not a, he's not dabbling in anything. I'm so, right, 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 right. I'm, but but I'm thinking, if as far as a career go, goes, uh, and you're going to run in the circle of a Western artist, yeah, right. uh, the more the the more Charlie Russell esque you can be, if you're doing <laughs> cowboys, especially, the the better off you're going to be in terms of of the collectors being attracted to what you're doing, mm-hmm. because you know there it's like that. You know, with the Cowboy Artists of America, the collectors would come in, and there was a, sort of a vicarious thing that the collectors would have when they would buy one of our pieces, is they, they'd take a part of this lifestyle home with them, I think. Right. Um, it's, uh, you know, so there's it's more to it than just just a, a painting. Uh, so, you know, it's
0: uh, Yeah, that's. Especially that's... if it's
1: going to be yeah yeah you're not you're not you're not it's, it isn't a general thing i mean like landscape painters there's a handful of guys who um who who just own a certain genre i uh, have my good friend uh, uh kurt walters uh uh um, i don't know how many grand paint uh, grand canyon paintings he's done but uh I mean, this guy is you can't you can't do a Grand Canyon painting without thinking of, of him first. <laughs>
2: so yeah. it's it, it, yeah. it,
1: it, it's you know it's it, that's just one of the things as an artist right. that you really you, you really want to get to that place. You know, at the year apparent. You know, you're you're you are the guy. You're the man. You know, you 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 are the person who's who's the go-to guy for that particular type of work.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you mentioned um uh, and I think I think there's some great examples you you brought up uh, some of these guys from the California, right? And I and I think right right definitely those guys are are hitting that thing, right? There's three or four right. different names I could think of yeah. that uh, that are so synonymous with a very very particular thing. And uh so they're yeah. just kind of knocking yeah. it out yeah. knocking it out of the park as far as that goes.
1: Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's hard to say if that's going to continue. I mean, it might be the the, the art is thing. It might be, well, you know, it's, uh, but, but, you know, who knows? Right. The point is, is that, is that there's a, uh, the, the work is quality and, and they're, um, it's, 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 they're on a, uh, and what it, what that, what it does is, is it, it's one of those things that floats everybody's boat. It brings everything up. Yeah. Um. You know, the pre-to-west is a good example of that. When the pre-to-west brings in a new artist or a couple of new artists who are better than anybody else, it makes everybody else better. Mm -hmm. I mean, you get that feeling like, oh, my God, you know, this is time to it's time to really dig in and see where am I where am I lacking? Where do I need to go from here? Who do I need to look out, uh, go out and study with? How how can I, I move my game a little
2: bit? Yeah, and
1: that—that's the kind of stuff I love. I love, you know, it's not, you know, it, love may not be the right word because it's sometimes it's brutal, but it—it it definitely, it, it definitely makes you feel alive. And and if you can, and if you can keep an open mind, and yeah, try to get out there and make it work. It's 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 very satisfying when it does happen.
0: So, do you still have? Um... are there artists out there that you would like to study with or do you still have something that uh, you feel like something out there that you're still kind of chasing that you want to learn or do you want to, you know? Well,
1: yeah, you know, I, you know, that's a good question. And, and I know that I, I you know, I, it's, it, it reminds me, it reminds me of, of, of a little experience I had many years ago. Um, uh. And, you know, the bears repeating, I was at a, when I first started sculpting, I was at Loveland, Colorado. They have the largest sculpture show in the country there. And uh, um, it's not, there's like 300, God, I'll say 380 to 400 sculptors up there. Now this work isn't that good. I mean, it's, it's okay. I mean, some of it's good. Some of it's not so good. I mean, it's just lots and lots of sculpture. Yeah. Um, I, I had been doing this for, you know, Probably, you know maybe six or seven years and, and uh, I was walking through one of the shows and I was getting a little discouraged because I didn't really see anything And as I was walking out I, out of the corner of my eye I saw something that really kind of blew my mind it was just some guy doing he was doing the wildlife but there was something about it that had a quality to it that just it kind of like it was almost shocking to me because it was so damn good I hadn't seen <laughs> anything that struck me like that yet you know? yeah and I know. I know. On one level, I wanted to run, and on the other level, I just wanted to <laughs> back. You know, <laughs> and so yeah. I did. I, said, I decided I better go back and face my fear. You know, yeah. that's that's what you got to do. You know, and this this guy, it got worse when I got up there because he was <laughs> much younger than me. You know,
2: <laughs> and I,
1: you know, I I said, you know, I told him who I was, and and he, and I said, you know, I said, I just can't tell you, you know, how important what you're doing is. I said, you know. If you look behind me right now, you really should see a line of, of, of the rest of these people waiting to pay homage to you. I said, you were, yeah. you were so much better than anybody on the show.
2: <laughs> and
1: at the time, you know, it was it, it, it was the only thing I could do that would calm me down because, I you know, it was it was one of those feelings like, you know, you learn your lesson. You learn. You've got to seek out <laughs> people that are better than you. Yeah. And did, I realized so have, that. Have you humi- had
0: a, did you strike up a relationship, a kind of a? well, i I did buy a sculpture from him. Oh, and it cool. took me a
1: whole year to get get it. And I've never heard from him since and uh, <laughs> uh, and, and then that brings you to another the, the other story, you know, and that is is that the best artist in the world probably is working in a rice field somewhere.
2: Mm. Um,
1: he just didn't have the opportunity. There's a lot of reasons yeah. to be a good artist, yeah, and he was just another guy maybe who had had what it took, but um, he didn't have something else. And it, hmm. it, it's, it, we all have something to say yeah. and some of us find a, find a way to say it. And some of us maybe don't care that much. Yeah, I, I just don't know. But, but the point is, is it goes back to ego again. You see, sometimes when you want to be encouraged, you're not ready to see somebody that's way better than you. You might want to feel like, well, you know, I mean, you know, or, or find a reason why you're, you're as good. Um, you never mm-hmm. get better that way.
2: Right, the way you, right, up, right.
1: you grow, grow is is you try to find you try to find inspiration in other people. Uh, yeah, well, you know, yeah, go you got the,
0: to, Right, you got to try to find it, and, and for me, that's always been. I mean, yes, there's a part yeah. of you that goes, "Oh God, I got so far to go," and that's, and that kind of, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, it's that can be, little, it can be a little, yeah, little like, bit ab- of ab- ab- beating, actually, but it's also yeah, exciting. Yeah, ab- though that's quit. the thing that keeps you going yeah. is seeing like.
1: Yeah, yeah! Wow! Yeah, I, yeah, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's just something there that just you know it's it's one of the things I like about Facebook and Instagram. It's when I first got on it, I was just it was really satisfying to see artists post their work from you know and especially the Russians, you know, and some of the mm. things they're doing and,
2: yeah. and,
1: and the Chinese and stuff, and uh, and it just has a little bit of a different spin to it, and and then that that would be really great. Um, you know it's just a matter of how you know everybody it, it isn't there's always a different way of saying sometimes the same thing you know it's just how eloquent can you get how simple can you get you right. know some of it is just fashion some of its style but there's sometimes somebody can do something with you know the the with a with the, just the way they handle their edges or their textures and stuff that just Brings it to another level of clarity that just you get, that goes back to that goosebump thing.
2: Yeah, sure. And I think
1: that's that's the key to the whole thing. The goosebump thing is where you get to that point in your work where it is like it almost falls apart, but then it doesn't. And then it surprises you. It's just like, wow, it's just like a <laughs> thing that just wow, you know, and
0: that's very elusive.
1: Yeah. And you yeah. Know, I'm always looking for that and it, it, always looking for that. Mm
0: hmm um what are uh, what are some other you mentioned a couple of things but um are there any other trends that you see in the in the western genre right now one thing i notice is is and and of course that's a kind of the focus of your work but and uh, just just kind you know from a guy kind of looking in on the outside but it seems like the uh, native american focus is really heavy right now is that... Yeah,
1: you know, I think it. I think it always has been, yeah.
0: but um,
1: but it, it's been showcased more. I mean, Howard Turpin was the one that really brought it to another level. You know, he started. He was an illustrator, uh, and he mm-hmm. got into Cowboy Artists of America uh, back in the late seventies, and and uh, um, he was the first one that got on my radar as somebody who was doing something that was really uh really well it was beautiful com- beautifully composed uh, um he had lots of reverence to the subject matter yeah uh, the people you know just i mean everything about it there was something really deep about it um he's always been my inspiration
2: mm-hmm. uh,
1: you know and, and uh i uh, i think though that the i think that the the idea though of using the native americans is in terms of the way I do use them I mean, and that's with a, metaf- a metaphor is a lot like uh, it's so it's so connected to uh everything that's american mm-hmm. uh you know i I compare it sometimes to jazz you know jazz was one of the things that that was really exported around the world that's purely American uh western art i think falls into that same category and then you have the Native American which is um Especially, I think, from my perspective, being that I'm not an Indian, I'm I'm using it I'm using it as an analogy for for what I I, I think are are bigger things. Uh, uh, anytime you start using tribal history and and so forth, it really starts to get to the core. You know, who am I? What am I? Why am I? That type of thing. You really everybody seems to have uh, come to the same conclusions and. Uh, the more I study the Native Americans, the more the more that more I realize we're all the same. I mean, it's,
2: it's yeah, sure, but
1: it, but in, in a very in a very interesting way, and in, and a way that uh, where I can use Im- imagery and it and it has a, almost the verbal aspect of it pops out at you um, because people have in this country they have a, a certain knowledge and understanding of, of history, and even mm-hmm. if you don't, you still when you see a a, a well a well done image of a tribal scene, you have a feeling of what it means and what the greater story is. And it's, uh, you know, it's, it, it's never ending. It, it's, you, you, you know, there's, there's no end point. It keeps evolving. I'm not always sure what I'm going to do next, but I know that, uh, it'll, it'll come and, it, you know, yeah. and, and, it'll, and, and it'll be, and it, there's always a depth to it that I didn't expect before I started.
0: Hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. I could see, um, one thing that I've run into a couple times is, is, uh, he's maybe making a, a few paintings with, of a, of a certain theme and then it's hard to keep going back to that. Um, and so this must, yeah. for you, this must be, uh, just a deep well of, uh, it never, it never, it never, yeah. it never
1: ends because it's okay. it, because it's all about it's all about the the, the endless story. It's about yeah. you know where, where where we all come from. Uh, I happen to be Irish. My my ancestors were no different than the Comanches. If you go back three hundred years, four hundred mm. years, I mean mm. they're all tribal, and uh, they sure. all have a, right. a certain need. They all have a certain need from a spiritual point of view and a and a physical point of view on how to survive. And, And prosper, and and so we all in our core all need that. So these images are not about; they aren't pictures of Indians. They're 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 like musical uh, themes that that reach into into who we are and what we're about, and help inform us in terms of what what we need to to feel. Mm -hmm. it's that feeling you get when you're when you when you read a good book or watch a good movie? There's something. You know that the, there's a story or a depth in it that you can relate to, and you know there's empathy that starts to flow through it.
2: Right. Um,
1: that that's uh, that's what art is. If you can find a way to do that, you know. Uh, yeah, I have it's, a lot of friends that are working.
2: That. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. My 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 working cowboy friends I, I approach it from a different angle. I mean, they're doing contemporary uh, cowboys, and uh, most people don't know anything about what it is to be a cowboy, so right. they're they're keenly interested in these. Uh, sending pictures of these characters out working the ca- working the cattle and all that kind of stuff only you know and if they especially if it's painted by a guy who's actually does work, have a ranch or he works as a cowboy it's there's something about that and sure. you can tell the story from a perspective that that is uh, very exciting for people um so they're not just illustrations i mean that's the difference you know the difference yeah between that's fine a great point and, and illustration yeah, yeah. Right. Right, right, yeah. right.
0: So it's that connection yeah. connection that the artist has to the to the subject matter that yeah. that, that gives it a more of a depth and a.
1: Uh... It, it, yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. And and of course, going back to the collector thing, yeah, uh, a uh, Western art in the mid century. Uh, I'm talking about in the 1960s. Okay. Was really the the Renaissance the Renaissance of, of Western art that was started by Russell and Remington and then. In the mid-60s, Joe Bieler and a few other fellows put together the Cowboy Artists of America, and they started this, this new, this, this renaissance of, of the, the idea of Western art. Yeah. And that created a whole wave of other ideas. And, and one of them was just the, the way artists collected and the way it's sold. Yeah. You know, if you, if you start studying well, what it is to be an artist in terms of someone who's going to sell their work, and you start looking at the shows, you'll notice that most of them are Western. You know, there, are, are, yeah, yeah, it, because it, came, it 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 started with the cowboy arts of America. Okay. Um, they 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 created the format on on how that uh, the work was sold, and and then you, you it coincided with the the oil boom in the Texas area, and, and right,
0: the, right,
1: the, and all that stuff, and then you ended up with these these people who uh, started finding needing places to store their money, and they found that fine art wasn't a bad place to do it. Yeah. And, uh, uh, it's still going, it's different now, but it's still going. And there's still very much that sort of thing. When I do a work of art, um, I, I'm, I have collectors in mind that I know would, would probably be interested in what I'm doing. That's great. And yeah, it is great. You know, it, it takes a while to get built up to that, you know, and then, and someday, uh, it uh, maybe it won't work so so well anymore. But uh, until it does, you know, it's it's going really good.
0: So would you say that the majority of collectors, because um, you mentioned that a lot of this began with uh, kind of the oil boom and and uh, a lot of these collectors buying as a kind of as an investment as a place to put their money. Um, yeah. Would you yeah. say yeah. That I don't today think looked, there's, there is, is it more of buying for the love of the art or is it, or is there still a lot well, of, you
1: see, yeah, see, that's a hard, that's an easy thing to misunderstand. You
0: see, I, I would never use the word investment, but okay. I don't
1: mind saying a place to store your money. Okay. <laughs> there's yeah. two different things. Okay. Um, you, you know, if you, you know, you take a, you know, you take a typical, a typical, a, a person who's been successful in his life and, uh, uh, has traditional values and, and uh, enjoys traditional art and uh-huh. uh, maybe enjoys Western art. Um, he's, he's, he's made a lot of money and he's not going to throw his money away. He, but he doesn't mind spending a million dollars on a painting
2: right. uh,
1: that he maybe he fe- feels that um, in, in down inside he could he could sell it again for a million dollars. Maybe it'll cost him 20,000 to sell it for a million, whatever. Right. Um, it, it, you could say, well, if you put it in the bank um, and, and it's it's earning zero interest rate when you consider inflation, why yeah. not own something? You you want to take that money and buy something or part of that money, buy something you can hang on the wall and enjoy. Then when you, if you don't, you always know that if you and you want to get rid of it, you, it's like the money in the bank. You just you just convert it to cash again. Uh huh. Um, yeah, it's it, um a person is smart enough to uh, to make um say a billion dollars is also smart enough to know that you don't make a billion dollars by buying art unless you're really on the top end of things you know you're buying like uh, lost or or found Leonardo right candy, right
2: right
1: you know but right. but the average guy who's who is just buying the really cool top 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 tier western art uh, they don't think of it as investment but they but they don't think of it as is inconsequential either they think of it as important Sure. And they and they're they're part they're part of the culture and they're smart. You know, they understand. Yeah. Um, One of the analogies I like to use at my age, when I was in high school, a 63 Corvette was about as cool as you could get. All right. So I never I couldn't afford one then. Well, it turns out today they're worth one hundred fifty, two hundred thousand dollars. Why would I not uh, go ahead and just buy one of those? Instead of leaving my instead instead of having my hundred and fifty two hundred thousand dollars in a CD, why not put it in my Corvette? Hmm. Um, yeah, I can drive it, have fun with it, and in a couple of years, I can I can get my, my cash back out of it.
2: Yeah, you see, yeah. that's
1: that's called that's called storing your money. That's not investing. Um, uh, investing is the thing that I do to 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 make the money to buy it to begin with. You see, sure, and that's what I found that it was is always the hard part because in art. Um, there's something about the word investment that somehow degrades the concept of it. Um, well, you know, it it yeah. it it has yeah, it has value based on on the circumstances around it. And right. um, if there's an integrity right. with the artist, there's usually integrity with the collectors and dealers, and and you end up with this, you end up with something that is that is uh, you know, it, it's, it's it's not trivial. It's it's important.
2: Right. Right.
0: Um, wow! Anything you want to uh, close with, John? I think that was a that was a great statement. <laughs> um, <laughs> anything you want to uh, add to that, or, or, or something maybe we didn't get to today that you wanted to you wanted to talk about before we sign off here?
1: Oh, no, I, no, I can go on for another couple hours. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> oh, one other thing too as, yeah, long yeah. as I'm on this because sure. cause this is the most. This has been the most important part of my career. Uh-huh. My wife and I, this is uh, this November, we'll be married 50 years. And uh-huh.
2: um,
1: and the the what I do and um, how I create my work um, um, has everything in the world to do with her. And and she is the, the 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 thing that most of us really need is an honest critic, and she's my honest critic. Mm. I, I I owe my career to her. And, and that, wow. that, that whenever I'm teaching a workshop or I'm talking to another artist, they may not have the wife or whatever that'll do that. But the, the, the key is to have somebody around that won't lie to you. People love to flatter you. They, people love to give <laughs> yeah, you the sure. good news. You know, you know. Um, I tell people to be the guy that walks in the door of the gallery and the, what's your first reaction? Is that something that you? you don't need to, to know a lot about art? You just know if it works or it doesn't. Yeah. And most people will can see if something isn't working. And if they'll just say that, they'll say, you know, there's something a little bit awkward about that.
2: Yeah.
1: That is, that is really important information. And, yeah. You know, my wife has always been an advocate for that part of it.
0: That's great. And of
1: course, and of course she, and of course she does everything that I don't. I mean, she takes care of all this, all this stuff, you know, she's on the phones and dealing with my gal. Oh, and the that's shows awesome. Collect, collect collectors <laughs> are all her friends. And, you know, I don't, You wouldn't know it by our conversation, but I don't like talking on the telephone. (laughs) And she does. She
0: does. (laughs) Oh, that's great. Yeah. yeah, It sounds like you got a great partner there.
1: Oh, yeah. It's everything. That's awesome. I'm very fortunate.
0: All right. Thanks again to John Coleman. Really good stuff. Go visit his website at colemanstudios.com. All right, the moment you've been waiting for. If you haven't seen it already, do yourself a favor and go watch the show Godless on Netflix. Um, it's so good. It's it's a Western, which I love. I've always loved Western movies and shows, um, but my wife, who is not into that genre, watched this show with me and, and loved it too, so you don't have to... I don't think you have to be into into westerns to enjoy this. Um, it's just it's the the acting is great, the characters are great, the story is great, um, and I, I really like the the pacing of the show. I thought that was great. They take time to go deep into some of the side stories and character development, which I found really satisfying. And uh, I thought that stuff um, just added so much texture and depth to the show. Uh, Jeff Daniels of Dumb and Dumber fame plays a really nuanced villain. He has these moments of tenderness and then he'll turn around and do something just awfully brutal. Um, So there's no doubt he is the villain. That dude is really dark. Uh, But this show has it all. Real heroes, real villains, romantic tension, a timid boy struggling to learn how to be a man, a shotgun-wielding single mother. There's even a German female artist who paints a nude portrait of one of the women town. So some risque stuff. Um, So go watch it. Uh, You'll thank me, hopefully. Um, And that's all I got. So uh, thank you guys so much for listening. I'm sorry I took so so long, uh, such a long break between episodes. Um, But anyway, take care. Make great paintings or sculptures or whatever you do, make it great, and I will talk to you soon.
3: You say you're not from Texas, and man, as if I couldn't tell. Well, you thank you for your boots on right and wear your hat. So well, support so me, my laughter, as I sure do understand. Even Moses got excited when he sold the promised land. That's, That's right. You're not from Texas. That's right, you're not from Texas. That's right, you're not from Texas. Texas won't you anyway. That's right, you're not from Texas. That's right, you're not from Texas. That's right, you're not from Texas. Texas won't you anyway. So I was, I was born and raised in Texas, and it means so much to me. And though my girl comes from down in Georgia, we. Tennessee. And as we were driving down the highway, she asked me, baby, what's so great? How come you're always going on about your Lone Star State? I said, that's right. You're not, from Texas. That's right, you're not from Texas. That's right. You're not from Texas. That's right. You're not from Texas. Texas wants you anyway. That's right. You're not from Texas That's right, you're not from Texas That's right, you're not from Texas Texas, won't you anyway? On the road, it looked so lovely As she stood there on the side And she grew small in my mirror, As I watched her wave goodbye they sure enough could sing, But when they came on down to Texas, we all no showed enough to swing. And now David's on the radio. And old Champ's still on the guitar. Uncle Walt, he's at home. That's right, you're not from Texas, Texas won't you anyway, that's right. You're no, not from Texas, that's right, you're not from Texas, that's right, you're not from Texas, Texas won't you anyway. Fair. But those old folks in the city They don't even know you're there At a dance hall down in Texas and That's the finest place to be All the women, they're all looking beautiful And their men will buy your beer for free And they'll say, that's right, you're not the Texas That's right, you're not the Texas that's right, you're not from Texas, Texas won't you anyway, that's right, you're not from Texas, that's right, you're not from Texas, right, for Texas. Right, Texas, Texas won't you anyway, so won't you, won't you let me help you mister, just pull your hat down the way I do, and buy your pants just a, a little longer, and next time somebody laughs at you, you just tell them you're not Texas, that's right, you're not in Texas. That's right, you're not in Texas. Texas won't you anyway. That's right, you're not in Texas. That's right you're not from Texas That's right you're not from Texas Texas won't you anyway That's right you are not from Texas That's right you're not from Texas That's right you're not from Texas Texas won't you anyway That's right You're not from That's right you're not from Texas are not Texas won't you anyway That's right You're not from Texas That's right you're not from Texas Texas won't you anyway Texas won't you anyway